Hello and welcome back to Ratchet and Righteous. This is episode 3, part 2. Yep, part 2. You're right. And we have titled this as... Working title is Boot Up, so we'll see how it <laughs> really comes out. <laughs> but, Boot Up! Yeah. Boot Up. Did I sound good enough? Lovely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we are now transitioning from singleness to yep. relationships. Yes. And um, here, I think again, <laughs> Roshni is giving us all the wisdom and knowledge she has while I'm going to be asking her questions because I think that's what I like doing the most in this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, Roshni, let's get started. Um, let's do it. So in singleness, we spoke a lot about setting vision yeah for um, yourself for yourself yeah now let's kind of take that into relationship as well yeah what do you say about setting vision in your relationship and how does mm-hmm. that look like yeah um i think in singleness we did mention that you need to set a vision for yourself mm-hmm. because if you don't know where you're going you're gonna have the wrong people around you in terms of helping you get nowhere yeah and when you and I think that that continues to carry because you want something to look forward to, yeah. right? Um, so when you're, when you're setting vision, it's as simple as asking the question, where are we headed? Mm-hmm. Uh, why aren't we laying down a pathway for what this looks like from where we yeah. are to where we want to be yeah. six months from now, one year from now, mm-hmm. and just laying that down? Uh, because if you don't have a future then where are you heading to? Mm-hmm. And the, the conflicts that you're resolving today, why does it matter if you haven't had a vision for where you're going? Right. Because you're, you're wasting your time laying down a foundation, but you don't know where you're headed. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope that's under... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Um, and if you don't have clarity, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that doesn't really lead you anywhere. And I just want to like, maybe give an example. Yes, please. Because, ah, okay. So let's say, let's say you, you're in a relationship, right? And you haven't decided what is this going to be. But you've spent like two good years with this person. You're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think I love them. Mm -hmm. Because there are people who will spend two years and be like, I don't know if I can say I love them yet. Right? (laughs) <laughs> no shade but just saying yeah, no, so true. let i'm giving context right and then let's say um this person gets a job offer mm. in a different country mm. halfway across the world from you yeah right so if you don't really set vision for what this relationship was then you then you realize like oh this is not gonna work like, yeah so you've invested that too <laughs> that's me and then you invested all that time your creativity your emotions Mm. in this two-year period without understanding like if things had to change if things weren't the same as what they are today yeah where would we be yeah you know so i think for me it was always like let's go through all the bad scenarios right and figure out if this is actually gonna last Mm. You know what I mean? If my parents had to move with me, what would you say? Yeah. Just things like that. Let's go through all these scenarios and then figure out, is this really worth my time? Because time is something you invest in, never get Get back. back. Yeah. Right? Mm. And and the crazy Mm. thing is, look for 
genuine answers obviously right. to those questions and i wrote down like um your their answers will actually make you seem how committed they are to making yeah. this thing work yeah and how do you know if somebody is feeding you lies or just being genuine how do you know <laughs> i think you but you know by sharpening your tools of discernment ooh in your singleness going back to episode <laughs> wow right so sharpen those tools mm. to weed out people who who are mm. not worth the time mm. wow yeah already like my bone right now I'm like oof yeah okay yeah that makes sense but like okay mm, few questions yeah uh so I come from let's say I come from a background where I didn't have these tools which you are speaking about mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a few like me yeah. who don't have the clarity in terms of future, let's yeah. say. You know, like you don't really know where, where you're headed, which mm-hmm. direction yeah. you're praying about it. Yeah. But at the same time you have the somebody in your life which again you have feelings for mm. and you let's say you can possibly see a future with them. Mhm. what would you advise or um should we have that conversation like you've already invested in that person for so long yeah i feel like i already know the answer i don't even know why i'm asking never mind <laughs> but i mean if you've invested your time with this person then shouldn't it be at that point where you can freely communicate yeah. like hey i'm having doubts about this can we just figure this out because i don't want to keep moving forward without any clarity about yeah. where this is going yeah It's okay to be honest and say this is what you want. Yeah. I don't know why we form that culture of like, oh, I don't know what he's thinking and you're mm. complaining about that to your girlfriend. How is mm. that going to help the situation? Mm. You know? Yeah. Be upfront and say what you actually yeah. mean so they know your intention, they yeah. understand where you're coming from, and if yeah. this person really cares about you, they would put their feelings yeah. aside and place value on mm. yours and mm. how you're feeling and affirm mm. you if you need that. Mm. Oh, okay. Does so that like, answer that question? Yeah, yeah. Uh but at the same so another thing was like you get a you have no clarity about your future, right? Yeah. But then again, you have these feelings for a certain someone. Yeah. Should you reserve them to yourself or should you actually act on it? Are or, you dating or No, let's say you're not. Oh, okay. Dating. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you're not dating. Mm. You're trying to figure out your like um path. Path. But then at the same time somebody comes along and then you know you're kind of like sweet by your feet mm. and all that stuff and then yeah. and you're 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 like conflicted, right? Like yeah. oh, should I actually like do something about this? Yeah. Should we try to pursue this? Mm. But at the same time you know how you said that you need to know where you're headed so you yeah. can have that conversation. Yeah. But in that journey you find mm. someone yeah. what would you do or what would you um advise? i think here's the thing i feel like in when you're in your singleness so uh this is a tough question mm. so maybe no. maybe you are in your singleness and yeah. you know you are you know you need to focus this time hmm. building a good relationship with god yeah. but then you know we are humans and um you'll get feelings for a certain someone yeah and you really want to at least give it a shot because yeah. you never know but at the same time you're like should i should i not yeah um yeah i think i kind of touched upon this like this does happen right mm. i'm not saying be all up front right at the start yeah. it's okay to get to know people yeah. without misleading them okay 
what I mean by that is, hey, I'm trying to still figure out who you are as a person before mm. I see how you fit into my life. Mm. I don't want to take you on no date mm. or nothing. Let's just get to know each other. Because the minute like you involve dates, I feel like right. that's where line that's where it's like a blurred yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better term, blurred, blurred lines. lines. Oh. But um but <laughs> but yeah, so it's like um I would say get to know this person, mm. but don't get even if you have feelings involved, remember, it, like, uh, it's not the fear of that you're missing out. It's mm. you have to decide whether you can live with the fear of missing out or whether you can live with regret. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna yeah. invest your time in this person mm. and not propel yourself forward mm. in figure out figuring out what you want for your life? Right. Um, and then when when you do, you realize, ah, maybe this relationship is not really viable. Mm. There's the regret of, damn, I spent like five years with this person. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it accounts for nothing because I didn't grow as a person in that relationship. Mm. It didn't take me forward. Right. All it did was drain me. Right, okay. So yeah. figure out if you want to live with the fear of missing out of this person or regret. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like it. the more you, uh, we have that Bible verse, right? The more you run your race, yeah, yeah. you will find somebody who's, who's running, running at the same pace yeah. as you are. Mm. You know, don't, I would never believe the notion of like, if I miss out on somebody at 20, mm. God's not going to provide somebody at my 30s. Yeah. He's going to bring someone in better alignment with where you are in right. life. Yeah. So I would say sharpen that tool of mm. discernment and ask yourself do you want to live with fear mm. or regret because mm. i feel like regret is a lot worse than just yeah. having the fear of missing yeah. out for a moment yeah yeah no, does that, that make sense? sense yeah okay yeah wow okay should we oh sorry i just had one more thing to say like um specifically for a christian context we yeah. have that verse in habakkuk which says without vision mm. the people perish mm. yeah um so without that clear direction yeah um you don't really know what type of foundation you're laying yeah and a wise farmer always knows that mm. if he wants harvest in six months time right. he needs to plant the right seeds today, today right. yeah. so e that works even for singleness yeah. like if i want to be a more decisive person yeah six months from now let me find the avenues to mm. be more decisive today. Mm. So the same thing in a relationship context. If I want to grow in trust and be at a better place six months from mm. now, how do we implement that right, right now? now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So at least have a vision for what you are trying to become mm. as a couple. If mm. not like marriage, mm. at least see like, hey, we're good together. Yeah. And I feel like our communication may lack. Yeah. In order to get to where we want to be in terms yeah. of our communication one year down the line, yeah. let's figure it, figure it out now. Mm. If that's a more practical way to put to maybe people who can't really think about marriage right, right now. Right now, okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I'm just like finding it very interesting how this whole setting vision, just in general, yeah. it's something I'm like kind of learning I would rather say relearning it. Yeah. Because back home, you don't really... I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say you. I would say I didn't really hear a lot about it. Mm, a it lot of people like, around me didn't either. Yeah, so. it was like, you know, in the church, it obviously people like, God has a purpose for you and you'll yeah. figure it out. 
and just pray about it. Mm. But then it is kind of now that I'm understanding that it's okay. Like pray about it, set yeah. vision for yourself, yeah. and in that process, God will reveal His purpose for yeah. you. Yeah. So um, and this this whole process of setting vision kind of also give you a clarity on what you want to do, mm. what you like, yeah. what you don't like. Yeah. And that sense of being lost mm. is being sort of like coming in alignment. That's all so good, you know. bro. Like for me, I felt like I was I had this whole sense of being lost. Mm. And um I wouldn't say it's completely gone. There are yeah. a few days where I am still yeah. questioning like what am I doing? Why am I doing? Yeah. But then, you know, there are a few things which I've written as a vision in mm. my journal. Yeah. So when I go back to it and look at it, um some days I'm like, okay, cut this out. This is not going to work, but yeah. this is going to work. So you're like you're like figuring it out. Yes. And that figuring it out kind of helps you believe that God does have a purpose and yeah. he's taking you in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say that like it's just not just not in life but even in relationship I'm sure something of that yeah. is beneficial. Right, sure. So um, and it's also it's always asking God is this the right mm, time for this? Mm. Um yeah. So like you know how there's this uh little picture that floated around Instagram for a while it was like God saying not this tiny mm. um like god giving a little teddy bear to this oh, girl yeah, yeah, and then yeah. but at the same time there's a bigger teddy yeah. bear in his back so it, you're like do i trust you with what you have for me yeah. and say and when you know like when people are checking for you be like discernment mm. okay god's got something better so mm. it's not about not it's not about this is never going to happen it's about yeah. not now, now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Does that make true. sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking of Instagram, let's let's kind <laughs> of um dive into the culture's view of relationships. Yeah. So in Instagram, in movies, you know yeah. how you see relationship goals, mm. couple goals. Yeah. And so on they and so have forth. a problem and then in twenty minutes they solve it. <laughs> and then they're they're married. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's kind of speak a little about that. What do yeah. you think? And um Yeah. I think so Kevin and I were doing uh Mike Todd's book yep. which is uh relationship, relationship goals, goals yeah. and then there's also a study guide and yeah. when we were doing the study guide they had really good, good questions, questions. Yeah. so they were talking about how has culture mm. influenced your relationship mm. or your view of relationship yeah. and Kevin said this really really good thing which I was like wow that's really true mm-hmm. it's all about what that person can do for you. Oh yeah. But not really how can what can you do for this person mm. or how can you be better for this, this person. person? Yeah, yeah. And if you also if you look at Instagram and like go to what the you know the handle yeah. couple goals. Mm. All you see are pictures of them doing stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like somebody jumping off a yeah. I mean both of them are jumping off a plane and like yeah. couple goals. Mm. Um it doesn't necessarily have to be the things that yeah. we can see. Yeah. What about the things that go that you can't really put in put a picture? picture. You mm. can't put trust in a picture. Mm. You can't like you can't put communication in a picture. Yeah. You can't put stability in a picture. Yeah. So they're kind of feeding you this image of what relationships should look like. Yeah. And we just are like, "Oh yeah, I should have like this whole house mm. filled with roses mm. for Valentine's yeah. Day." And that becomes our expectation. Right. And like, is that really sustainable? Mm. 
Yeah. You know, like it's okay to have that, yeah. but at the same time, like remember, not everyone's gonna be out here showing mm. you, like having the budget to do that. But that would be a good, honest man yeah. mm. who might be working on, I don't know, like his financial wisdom yeah. instead of like spending on his five baby mamas and you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah because yeah. that's what like, future did for like the yeah. girl that he was dating at that yeah. time and i was like oh you're swooning over your house being filled with roses meanwhile he's paying child mm. support for like six kids from yeah. five baby mamas is yeah. this the person you want to be with yeah yeah you know oh, um but that's what instagram feeds us and then you have like youtube mm. <laughs> where you have like dating gurus or you see people like families is a new thing on instagram like family youtubers yeah that's true so there's a whole different like market there which is like oh i just bought my wife a tesla and you're like (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean it's like we're trying to sell this picture of everything is perfect Perfect, but if we take that all away yeah how are we sustaining this Mm. you know you can do it for the views and like yeah. make money out of it. But when it comes to the bones and the bears of this, like are we really progressing? Yeah. Or are we just showing everyone what we want them to see in our mm. relationship? Mm. And the thing is, we look at that and we're like, oh yeah, I want to do that with my husband. I want to do that with my partner. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, you can. It's yeah. just that we're, it's all manufactured to show you what you think relationships should, should be. be. Mm. <laughs> but if you where open you, your real eyes, yeah, oh. <laughs> but where do you think like this idea of relationship for let's say YouTubers or families? Yeah. Where do you think this comes from? This whole idea of this is how oh I bought my wife this or it's yeah, like yeah. what extravagant thing can you do mm. to get views? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And at the same, like, you know, people love love. Let's be honest. People people love love. love. So when you're on Instagram and you're like, oh, wow, like, oh, this is really Mm. amazing. You're just doing that for the photo Photo. ops, though, you know, and you're trying to um, take that feeling of wanting to look at love Mm. and manipulate it Mm. to show something that's extravagant. Yeah to get more money and mm. get more views wow, okay. you're feeding lies to yeah. people though yeah you know yeah and i like lo- um if you guys can watch jackie Ina, okay she did this whole video of like with her uh partner which is like why we are not couple goals oh so like they list 10 reasons she's like i'm not gonna show you when we fight mm. obviously i'm mm. not gonna show you how mad i get at him yeah so it it actually breaks down like why yeah people view it differently, differently. yeah mm, yeah that's... and they're feeding you lies bro yeah if you look at that that's and you true. look yeah, at yeah. like actual marriages around you especially like let's say it's yeah. different yeah 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 hmm. that's probably why they want to look at those things and be like hey it's this is all oh, this it's a fantasy this is what's happening. Yeah, you're yeah. feeding people a fantasy but at mm. the same time that's what they're striving for, for yeah whereas they don't realize like it's not all pretty mm. in marriage. It's not all pretty in a mm. relationship. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's true. Um, coming back to where we come from. Hey. <laughs> Indian marriages. Indian oh, yeah. Culture. That's a big thing. Yeah. So, did you have to hide your relationship with your... With oh, your yeah. 100%. <laughs> my... So, my mom... Like... I think with my parents... Mm. They didn't think I was ready, but I knew I was ready. Ooh. 
Okay. And I, I told one of my friends this, I pro- <laughs> don't know if she remembers, but when Kevin actually asked me and then like I prayed about it and things yeah. like that, I was having this conversation with her. She's not a Christian. And then I said, I know that if I say no to him, yeah. I'm going to regret it. Ooh, wow. Okay. And that just came out of my mouth. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. Ooh. Um. So I knew I was ready and I knew I was mature enough to have a relationship yeah. and it wasn't... I wouldn't enter into something yeah. and bring my family into it and then realize like, ah, yeah, we were just playing, playing games. games. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So for me, I already knew this was it, you know? Right. So I did hide it for a very long time. Mm. My mom knew, I think after two years of us dating, my dad found out. <laughs> <laughs> found out. Um... My dad found out like five and a half years <laughs> of us dating. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, he found out like six months before we got engaged. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a lot to deal with. But, yeah, you have to hide it. I remember Kevin's aunt found us like yeah. hanging out in some mall, like yeah. after a movie. So, she told his parents. Oh my gosh. It, because you, because it becomes people's yeah, business. Like, yeah. some auntie went and told my mother, Ah, I saw your daughter with one boy. My mom is like, Yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> That's like the best clap back your mom can get, to be honest. Know. Yeah. You know? Uh, but people are nosy. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's the thing is, it's not anyone's business. Mm. But at this point, like if I'm walking on the street with Kevin, yeah. I'll have to be like, when I see somebody I know, I'm like, okay, leave my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> no, you true. know, that's you true. don't, I don't want to be introducing him as like my boyfriend because yeah. in our context, yeah. that's such a that's temporary. So thing yeah. even and though we've established it's not yeah in the you know yeah. Indian you would society. never say the word boyfriend in front of your parents no. or family this You'd is somebody like, this is my friend <laughs> this um, is somebody i like yeah um yeah you could never say oh he's my boyfriend yeah. i mean i guess some families are okay and cool with it but then not mine majority <laughs> it's like you don't really say the word and yeah it's just like yeah i had to be super subtle like mm. it, like even if Kevin sends like a really nice text yeah. and I'm reading it in front of my dad, yeah. I cannot let my face react. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then he'd be like, what is that? Who, huh? Is Who is yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. I only bought this phone and now <laughs> yeah, you're using yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The so, Indian parents. Oh, who's paying bills for it? Uh, <laughs> so and so. <laughs> so these things, it naturally yeah, happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, in the Indian culture, we also have arranged marriages. Because yeah. you know how every time I tell my Western friends, oh yeah, I'm from India. Oh, do you guys have arranged marriages? That's so the number one question. Right? How does it work? Yeah. How yeah. does it work? How can you just like... Uh, uh, sometimes I'm like, yeah, even I ask the same question. <laughs> and then, but, yeah. but if you get... Um, if you love somebody mm. and that's how you approach marriage, then it's kind of frowned yeah. upon. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, she just, she found somebody secretly yeah. and got married. Yeah. It's just looked at like in a very, yeah. or like as if they know better that they found True. somebody by themselves. Yeah, exactly. um, it's, it's interesting how, you know, in our culture, it's like, oh, the parents can decide who their child is going to marry. Mm. And in a way, it's very controlling. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, like yeah <laughs> it's very really controlling it's really, yeah but i yeah. think it, if you look at it though they're establishing core values right up front mm-hmm. you know are we i know it doesn't look pretty but at least you have clarity as like okay fine we are uh, of the same religion mm-hmm. our families know each other mm-hmm. 
we're looking for marriage we're not playing games mm. at this point at least those are established whether yeah. they're ready or not is a whole different yeah. story and i know yeah. there's negative connotations yeah. But at least, yeah, I mean, you know, they he- yeah. know where they're headed. They have vision. They're, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree in that sense. But at the same time, you know, the thing is with arranged marriages, it just, every like everything just so happens so quickly. Yeah. In that context, it's, yeah. it's like, oh, you meet this person. You a lot of family, time, yeah. it's like, well, a lot of time, it's like someone, NRI, like, you know, uh, um, someone from the Gelf. Gelf. <laughs> um, and then it's just like, oh, yeah, that person has good job and good And it's this. just based on superficial so, stuff. Yeah, so I think for me, that's where I'm like, um, yeah. um, how though? No, absolutely. So I don't mind a, a, like an arranged marriage setting in the sense yeah. of you like meeting people. Like, yeah. how else will you meet people like, you know, with the same intention? Yeah. But give it time, I would yeah. say. Give it, like, get you to know the arranged person. Actually, yeah, I think that's like actually not a bad idea. Should we start a new like? (laughs) So this is a business venture at school. (laughs) But yeah, like I think that's where I'm like I question like you just got to know him. How do you know you want to spend the rest of your life life with with this person? Yeah, very true. Um, Yeah, but at least they have like the values down. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, they're like okay, at least religion is sorted out. Mm. We're looking for marriage. It's mm. not too crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Thinking about it now, so what do you, you know, so I was going through like my Instagram and mm. something. Speaking of Instagram. Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, something came up. It was like somebody was talking about marriage and they just casually said that, oh, I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe in that institution. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this view of marriage being as an institution? I think the amount of information you have on it Mm. will shape your perspective. Okay. So from a, I'll speak from a non-Christian perspective, I feel like if you're going to view it, um, like you do have religious people in in a non-Christian background, right? So you have religious people, but there are also some people who don't believe in religion. So when it comes to that, if you... If how you view it is like in the form of it's a court certificate that we are supposed to officially be together Mm -hmm. and we're just going to now be husband and wife because this is what the law says, then your idea of marriage is boiled down to just Just that. that, The fact that you're legally married, Mm. you're Mr. and Mrs. something, and you have babies. Mm -hmm that's essentially what you're boiling it down to when yeah. when that's the context you have yeah obviously from a biblical standpoint we have a very different context yeah. marriage is not a temporary thing mm. it's actually an eternal thing yeah. it creates legacy yeah. it's uh you being better for for you mm. so that you can be better for each other so mm. that you can be better representation of jesus and Mm. god's love in your union together it's not Mm. even marriage it's a union Union together together. Mm. so much so that the society and the people around you are blessed by the fact that you are together Ooh, yeah yeah you know it's such a beautiful representation of god's love Mm -hmm. in that form of like being sacrificial Mm. in love offering in love Mm. and um yeah so i think it depends how you view it Mm. you know i think institution is such a again such a worldly way to look at it or um 
yeah just like mm, mm. i don't know so does that answer your question yeah. to a point of how you view what it, what type of information you have mm. actually determines how you view it right. so it can either be as deep as how we view marriage to be as a union as mm. a becoming of one yeah as opposed to maybe a superficial mm. uh yeah we're together because we've mm. legally signed this document together. and that's it Mm, you can yeah. boil it down to each based on what you've understood of it yeah and a lot of people don't want to know more yeah. about it yeah yeah see a lot of people are also you know this whole concept of living relationships and yeah. stuff is there they're like oh we don't want to get married because it's yeah. just paperwork but mm. we live together yeah so it's practically like we are married yeah so yeah it's just like It's, Again, the yeah. view of marriage is so different in yeah. different contexts. It's a um it's a hypothetical marriage without the commitment of a marriage. Mm-hmm. Deep words, but yeah. <laughs> it's and it's a hypothetical yeah. where you don't have to put commitment in yeah. there. Yeah. So you can live together mm. pretend like oh we're merging our lives together mm. finances this mm. that mm. but you're tying a lot of strings yeah. that if you decide oh yeah actually you know what mm. as soon as you realize this person leaves the toilet seat up you could be like oh yeah no we're not doing this and you can walk out <laughs> yeah but in yeah. marriage there's that sacrifice yeah. of being like hey i'm putting your needs above me yeah. because i love you mm-hmm. and it's different, it's different you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah. so yeah, it brings the question again like do people even want a relationship anymore or is this just their convenience like i just like yeah. how you said situation ship and there's situation ships like there's entanglements this <laughs> is honestly my favorite no kidding uh and then there's netflix and chill i mm. feel like people have i feel like our society has told us that our society has told us that um we can have relationships mm. and we can have marriage mm. but there doesn't have to be a once you move out of relationships directly into marriage mm-hmm. because if people are afraid now they've created their own way of interacting with mm. people on a sexual and romantic level yeah. Yeah. so i feel like it's a very society uh societal structure not yeah. not structure i would say it's more of a societal society has manufactured mm, this idea yeah. that you don't have to have marriage yeah you can have all these different vague ideas yeah. and you can determine what mm. you want mm. um which is okay mm. i mean if that's what you want to do mm. but i feel like it's a very manufactured idea of like you don't have to have full commitment mm-hmm. just create a version of fake commitment that mm-hmm. works for you mm-hmm. and live in that as much as you want mm-hmm. interesting okay well i don't know <laughs> i no, don't know I if mean, that's like coming off rude but i just mean that yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been fed that yeah yeah no, we I have don't. options outside of yeah. relationship and marriage whereas like obviously mm-hmm. in the biblical context there is no gray area mm-hmm. it's like either you either you you marry or you don't don't mm. there's no um like with god there's there's no like gray yeah. area at yeah. all so yeah. yeah yeah um so you know okay wait bro what do you think though <laughs> about this whole living relationship thing or just like the uh, idea of create a uh, scenario with this person mm. that you like which fits your um which fits yeah. your needs yeah or your uh, wants 
I don't know. I mean, I kind of understand what you're saying, right? Yeah. And it makes complete sense. I but then I don't know. I sometimes feel like for me, I would want to live with that person to kind of understand yeah. them. Yeah. Um. Obviously, have boundaries. Mm. Um. Which be is easy gonna be though? yeah. Obviously not. It's gonna yeah. be super, super, super difficult. Which mm. is why I'm like, is it a thing we need to do or should we do? Yeah. Uh. But at the same time, I sometimes think that uh, it's not that bad of an idea if you want to like kind of if you're i mean obviously you're thinking about marriage and yeah. being with that person yeah i feel like it's not that bad of an idea yeah. to kind of just live and because mm. when you live with someone you see a different side of yeah them and their personalities would and, that be a deal breaker if they did something uh, that you were like ah oh, yeah no I'm see out. for me personally no okay um because i think for me i'll be like okay this is how this person is mm. okay Okay. We can work it out. We can talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. It's fine. Yeah. But for different people, it could be. Mm. Would you put? This is just me being inquisitive. Yeah. Put. Would you put a timeline and say this is how long we're living in together before we get married, or would you just be like, oh, we'll see. We'll play this by ear. Uh, uh never thought. <laughs> would see, you both be on the lease? Uh, because if yeah. one person breaks up and you're like I don't want to see mm. this person and mm. it's on one person's name Leave, the other yeah. person has to move out no I get what you mean if see, it's on I've the never, least, both of you have yeah, to move see, out see that's the thing I haven't given these things that much of a thought I was just like very vaguely thinking that oh it yeah. could be a possibility yeah. um, but at the same time I know it's it, like there's a lot to it yeah but I haven't gotten to that position. So I never really yeah. thought that much of it. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, if you if you say it in that way, I'll be like, mm. oh, that's that's kind of true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, for me personally, maybe no, I'll try I get, to work it out. Yeah, maybe no. Maybe it'll be on, like, let's say in terms um, of... Just for everyone listening, I'm just asking hard-hitting questions because this is my goal. Like, I'm not attacking <laughs> no, anybody. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Like, this is how we talk. And yeah. <laughs> get to know each other hey <laughs> um but yeah i think for me personally i haven't given it that much of a thought mm. but um i think it's not a bad idea yeah. maybe like after i get engaged or something and yeah. that's when i'll be like okay let's let's live together and see how yeah. it is um then there is like a more solid thing but again yeah. just because you're engaged know. doesn't mean that it's gonna, gonna work out it. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so in my head, it's yeah. still a vague idea, yeah. which I'm like, can try, but mm. then haven't given so much thought where mm. I'm like, let's see, let's yeah. go for it or something like that. So, yeah. I remember we, uh, Kevin and I kind of talked about this and I yeah. was like, I'm not going to play pretend mm. wife until you show actual commitment yeah. in a everlasting perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's kind of like, uh, um, I remember seeing someone being in a live-in relationship Mm. and i kind of understand this whole concept of not concept i understand what you're saying about pretend wife Mm. and i quite didn't even like it so yeah yeah maybe i if if that's how it's going to be i'll be Mm. like nah it's not gonna work out or Mm. maybe you should just live let's not do this yeah but again i i suppose i think i'll have this conversation with my person as well yeah like what are your views on it yeah how are you going to be? Is it just going to be us two together living? Like, I don't know. It's like, I guess, individual things. And yeah. I would rather, would want to have a conversation and see. Yeah. If I feel like it's it's in the same wavelength, and, wavelength as me, then mm. yeah. If not, it does it's not a big deal for yeah. me. Like, it's fine. Right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, um, yeah. Uh, for me, it's like a hard no, only because 
I don't know. I don't like. I said I don't want to get too many um, yeah, yeah. strings tied mm. to a point where, like, let's say the day before getting getting married, Jesus is like, ah, oh, I kept telling you, but this ain't the mm. one, and you're like, mm. so am I gonna trust that Jesus has somebody yeah. else or like thug mm. out with this? Cause I mean, we already yeah. mixed our finances. Yeah. We already. I, w- I would never mix my finances until like it's tough. Place. What if you? Pitch no. in the same amount to buy, like to buy a specific stuff for the house. How are you gonna divide that when you both have to move out? Are you gonna have a garage sale, or a... you think a lot? I but think I don't think at all. <laughs> I think this through. I'm like, how no, yeah. is this gonna be mm. if we have to move out of the lease? You know, no, things yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's move on. That was interesting. Yeah. Um. So. While we are on the subject of um, Indian marriages and stuff yeah. and where we come from, um, I feel like for us, a lot of our uh, idea of relationship definitely kind of gets influenced by our parents yeah. and their relationship. Yeah. So um, for me, um, whenever, uh, as mentioned in our previous, when mm. you're thinking about relationship, I look at my parents and I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. Like they're so understanding. Yeah. Like I've seen the bad and the good side. Um, and then I see myself thinking like, oh, when I get married or mm. me with my partner, I would yeah. do this, I would do that. Because yeah. that's like a, our first contact to yeah. any sort of like romantic or relationship. Mm. Yeah. What do you Absolutely. think? Like, um, Yeah, I think it's so influential in terms of how we view people and mm. how we interact with people. Yeah. Because your parents are such a primary example mm. of relationships mm. whether that's good or bad but, yeah you know mm. um that's where you draw most of your ideas mm. from if it's a bad idea then you're like oh okay this this is weird mm. you have distrust in men because your dad left you mm. you know all these different ideas yeah. that stem from that mm. and i like personally i've also met families where it's like Oh, I'm afraid to commit to a person because I saw my dad just up and leave. Mm. You know what I yeah. mean? And those things like carry down generations yeah. from generations. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm so glad that like I had that example mm. of what um, a marriage looks like when God is at the center. What it looks like to serve a bigger community. Mm. What an impact a marriage can mm. can be to other people, people yeah. and uh, how it can be a safe haven for people to come and open up about things mm. that they are going through, so yeah. that my parents can speak out of their experience and bring life to those people. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, the dynamic between them, where like I mentioned before, it was a very partnership type mm. of dynamic, mm. where it's like. You play your strengths, I'll play my strengths, we'll yeah. bring it together. Yeah. And I always saw that, like, even if my mom handled the finances, she would bring the game plan to my dad. Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, I know that everything you will do will be the betterment mm. for our family. Mm. It's not coming from a selfish place. Mm-hmm. It's coming from pushing us further together. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day we'll get up. We'll mm. get up at 5 a.m., pray about it, mm. and then... Once we feel peace, my mom will go and do what she right. has to do. So seeing all that has created yeah. already such a um, standard for what my marriage will look yeah. like and even more. Yeah. So I and when I was in um, when I was like talking to Kevin and we were still figuring this yeah. out, I actually asked like, what does your family look like? What is your mm. dynamic? Because if you don't I you and I don't view it the same way. Yeah then we're going to have problems coming together yeah. when we want to create what marriage looks like for mm. us. 
because um, I think I read in a book that we go to the deep. Like as soon as you get married, you have the honeymoon yeah. phase. But the default of what you think marriage should be, yeah. you actually go mm. back to your, the parents yeah. and how their marriage was. Right. So you're like, so the man is just sitting at the table like, ha, huh, give me food. Mm-mm. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. How did this, how do, how do we yeah. get here? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important to understand that our parents influence our relationships yeah. because more is caught yeah. than taught. Ooh. And we aren't taught a lot. So That's true. Yeah. we get these ideas from how people behave with each other. And um, yeah. I think, wait, let me just like quickly graze my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's why it's a very key that our marriage is like resembles our parents' marriage. Mm. So that's when we have to be like, oh, okay. If this is where we're coming from, then how strong do we make this mm. marriage so our kids have a better example? Mm. And if you don't come in with the right tools, mm. then like, um, oh wait, this is what I wrote in my notes. And what you set as an example in your marriage is what often stems mm. from what example you have in your relationship together. And mm. what often stems from that is how productive your singleness season was. Ooh, ooh. My brain's crying out. <laughs> you know but what I mean? I get it. Yeah. So it's preparing mm. you for the next step. So if you want a successful marriage mm. and like something that lasts generations in terms of legacy, yeah. then you have to have a um, relationship that's preparing for that. Yeah. And if you want a relationship that's preparing for that, how productive are you in your single season for mm. that? Mm. Peel back the layer. Mm. So, well, now that we're talking about, like, parents and their influence, right? Yeah. What about those kids or those people who come from a broken family? Mm. Obviously, they have seen the bad side yeah. of it. And they're, I, I'm, I'm guessing yeah. uh, there are two possible outcomes of mm. it. One is that they are scared to get into a relationship because of what they have seen in their own surrounding Mm -hmm. and the other one is that they get into a relationship but they make it a point to keep it as perfect as As possible possible. because you know they they want the they want to see the other side Mm. of it so what would you say like how i mean it it, again like it again does support the idea that it is influenced from yeah the parents and their relationship yes yeah we're using that as a context um i'll say two things and for for people who might not believe in the Bible and believe in Jesus, I would say go to therapy. Mm. Because I feel like you can unpack a lot of that yeah. hurt. Because mm. a lot of times, for example, if like my parents aren't together, the kid will be like, oh, it's because of me, mm. because of me. Like, you know, things yeah. like that. Like, you have a lot of um, things that you carry that you might have just put on yourself. Self, right. And like the divorce may not have had anything to do with you but that's the notion you carry up in your head right so i would say therapy is great to unpack those things so that when you um meet somebody who has the potential to be your wife or your husband yeah you're not carrying that hurt that's what i'm saying that's why singleness is so important Mm. move yourself forward right you know leave the things behind Mm. um so i would say therapy is like very good in terms of dealing with that hurt and unwinding a lot of things you might have told yourself um and i would say also get healthy examples 
not people on Instagram. Mm. Don't be like, oh my god, yeah. like you know. I was gonna say Brad, Brad and Angelina, but they're not together. But uh, who else? Okay, I don't know. Like yeah, just some people. couple. You know what I mean? Like um, you might see the good parts yeah. of it. Don't idolize people you don't know. Mm. Actually, find people around you that you're like hey i admire you as a person yeah. i admire the relationship that you have mm. can you mentor me mm. through this it's okay to ask for help right, yeah okay i guess a, lo- a lot of time you're just scared of judgment and yeah and, or maybe even the following question like oh why did you ask where does it come from and you don't want to yeah get into it yeah so you just don't ask yeah i think if you i think if you want um if you're okay with people knowing your business but at the same time it's somebody who you really really trust then go to that person but also like do therapy yeah Mm. and then for people who do know jesus and know the bible Mm. jesus is the perfect example of how to be a human being Mm. that you know shows love that um, that can be in that committed relationship because how jesus loves the church is how we should love each other in this marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think if you know Jesus, that's where your example comes from. Yeah. Of like, if it, yeah. what would Jesus do? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, yeah. But also, like, if you're a Christian and you want to go for a therapy, please also go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, Jesus is exactly where you look for. Um, yeah. In terms of like an example. Yeah. So yeah. And as much as my parents were a great example, I still look yeah. to what the Bible says. True. How Jesus, you know, uh, is an example, mm. and that's where both Kevin and I like draw yeah. that yeah. inspiration yeah. as well. Yeah. That's great. So now that I'm seeing how you know, for me as a Christian, I didn't have anyone talking about um, relationship and yeah. stuff. So I'm guessing like there is. N- it's kind of like saying that you don't have sufficient teaching around relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for me, that's how, like, if I did want to get into a relationship, mm. my idea would obviously come from the worldly views. Yeah. Uh, it's because no one spoke of it in, mm. in terms of church or yeah. in terms of even, like, connect. I, well, I didn't really have connect group back in it. But just your but general, like, like, Bible study yeah. or, like, church community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, for me, um, yeah, so I, I would I actually, I would say that, yeah, I didn't have anything sufficient, mm. didn't have anything which, uh, which opened the avenue for me to think yeah. more about it, talk more about it, understand about yeah. it. Um, I just go for it just as any other kind of relationship, mm. which would be like friendship. Because, yeah. you know, friendship is simpler. Like, oh, okay. Is it um, Sort of. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like... A long-term commitment. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, if, yeah. if we wipe together, we together. If yeah. not, uh, it's fine. Yeah. You, you meet more friends. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that with relationships. Oh, yeah, please don't do that with relationships. You're um, causing a cycle yeah. of hurt. Yeah. Which you will be hurt by. <laughs> so, yeah, what about you? How was your experience in terms of having sources for relationship? Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> like you said, like... Uh, Early on, it was mm. probably like mm. Drake's lyrics. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, I want, mm. I want to be the best he ever had." You know. Yeah, Drake. I used to listen to a lot of I Bollywood. Love that. Yeah. And oh, I'd, okay. I'd yeah. imagine myself like in between, and just like you yeah, know. Yeah, just like a dance number yeah. in between yeah, your whole. With all the sari and all that stuff. But yeah, like for me, that was like oh, like love and cute mm. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh no, absolutely. I felt like. 
I didn't really hear sermons about it. Mm. And when people spoke about it, I felt like it didn't have the depth that I needed. Mm. I'm already a pretty like yeah. I already know the surface stuff. Mm-hmm. Just that yeah. t- talk to me more. Yeah. I think like while you were talking, I was actually thinking about it. When my parents were like so they would actually minister to like young couples. So yeah. much so they would be like their support system during because yeah. you know the first few years are very hard when it comes yeah. to like figuring out marriage. Mm. Especially when you don't have teaching, it's even worse. Yeah. So they would actually come to my parents yeah. um, and I'll be like super inquisitive, right? I'll be like, huh, ma, why they're at home? Why they came so late, ma? Tell me, no. Mm. And then my mom will actually be like, no, they're having like a little bit of problem. Mm. It's like, I, uh, she doesn't trust him. Da, da, da. Mm. So, and then my mom, my mom wouldn't like go into details, but she'd be like, you know, people face this and sometimes we need to help them. It's just that, you know, you have to talk about these things mm-hmm. instead of keeping it to yourself. She would drop those little things which then would, like, solidify in my head. Right. And, um... That's I, so nice. Yeah. And I know even the church does have, like, a pre-marriage yeah, yeah. counseling. But why not extend that to anybody who needs help? Mm. Why does it have to be six hours of, yeah. like, content before marriage Mm -hmm. you know why not extend that to people who are in a committed relationship not like you know just wishy-washy but like people who are really like hey i know we're young but we're committed to this so that at the right time when the right time comes we're going to get married Mm -hmm. but we're committed to this so why not give that teaching yeah i feel like because we don't have that in the church yeah then as much as you look to Jesus, mm. I feel like if you don't have that in the church, then you're automatically going to dumb it down to mm. what you've seen, the people you idolize, yeah. um, what movies feed you, what Disney yeah. feeds you. Yeah. You're, you're receiving a very manufactured True. view of relationships mm. as opposed to the real life stuff mm. which our churches should be talking about. Mm. And I think because our Indian context, we don't like the word relationship, relationship yeah. or boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah. We just reserve that for engaged couples yeah. and married couples. Yeah. But I feel like if we're all given the tools, right. how healthy of an a community would we be yeah. where we're not hurting anybody mm. so that even when the relationship ends I always say this if you're in the right relationship and have the right breakup yeah. you'll actually go out empowered yeah. as opposed to having hurt mm. so if we're just empowering people with the right information even though they do date and it doesn't work out yeah. then there's still um, there's, there's less amount of hurt mm. as opposed to going into it unprepared Mm. and having expectations of a fabricated picture that took a big budget yeah but so then what would you say god's intended view would be or not view but like what god intends of relationships oh that's i think that's like a very loaded question Mm. so Like, okay, what? why do we have to be, like, careful when it comes to relationships? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think the reason we have to be careful is because whoever you align yourself with, mm. like I said, will either propel you into your future or hold you back. Mm. And if you have a purpose and mm. it has exponential impact on mm. uh, the people of your community or just mm. globally even, mm. why downplay that? If you have the potential to have that purpose yeah. then 
I feel like the enemy will just sneak in where he can. And okay. if he can't distract you, yeah. he can bring the voice of deception through the people you love. Mm. Who is the people you choose. You choose. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So who you align yourself as a partner. Remember, this is like you helping me, I'm helping you. We're reaching this purpose goal together. together. Mm-hmm. And you will never find fulfillment in that person. You will only find fulfillment in your yeah. uh, purpose. Yeah. So the what god intended is for two because adam was doing this alone and yeah. he felt the burden of the purpose yeah. god sent eve to help him yeah. so i feel like god's intended purpose in relationships is to sharpen those tools of helping each other mm. understanding each other so i know even if you don't say you need help i will offer mm. help because i love you and that's the sacrifice i'm willing to make so that i can push you further yeah. so when i need the help to be pushed forward you do yeah. it as well mm. you know and um i think your relationship i think the more i've like i've uncovered this with kevin I've realized that our relationship is more, or just not our relationship, but relationships that are godly is more about God using us as a vessel yeah. to display love to each other and to our wider community. Mm. It's not about the two of us mm. alone. God's the, intended... And, yeah, and the society actually tells you that it's, the, it's about two of you, like, you know? Yeah, but it's if not... If you guys love like, each other, then yeah, sure, yeah. do what you want to do, yeah. So it's two people with God in the center and god's actually using us to bring peace to bring joy he's Mm. using the um that's the first thing god established like god established union Mm. so i think that i realized like wow we downplay relationships so much Mm. like just the fact that you know me and kevin we like to serve in church but now we're working on a project where we can bring like the um just like live music but in a worship experience yeah, yeah. and i was like man that's that's a huge burden yeah. I, I can't do it alone mm. and but the crazy thing is god prepared him before he met me and god yeah. prepared me before i met him yeah. so that when we came together and we grew yeah like even just sitting down and worshiping together over a video call mm. brings so much peace wow yeah. and that that makes me feel like God intends more for this than mm. just like to sit with each other, watch movies and make out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get Legit, you. it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. And um, I feel like the relationship you have is always going to leave a legacy. Mm. Like I said, if um, what, you, what your parents might have gone through will impact you mm. which then will impact your, your generations so if you ha- it's the blessing and, and, your, your, <laughs> and your children and, and their children, children. <laughs> yeah um Make his okay he done <laughs> but if we look at it it's like if i'm going to be leaving a legacy then and if it's a godly legacy then it will stand the test of time mm. so it's not going to waste my time yeah. wait i actually wrote something really really cool but I can't find it right now. Anyway, um, it's just that what you're building together in time will stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like living out your legacy is actually being intentional in relationships. Wow. How can I show up for this person? Roshni's dropping some gold, guys. (laughs) My brain hurts. (laughs) Yeah, no, my brain hurts. But like, how can I show up for this person Mm -hmm. and be Christ-like right now? 
to this it's person. Like Christ, like sorry guys. <laughs> and be like Christ, like right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, that I think it's um, if we are careful and intentional about how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. If I had to tell you that what you set as an example right now is what your grandchildren are going to be affected by, yeah. would you live differently? Mm, definitely. Mm. I mean, yeah, I get you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think like that's something um, I've uncovered more to a point where I'm like, I want to be so intentional in... I was very intentional in my singleness. I'm still very intentional about my relationships. So yeah. much so mm. that... When my kids mm. now look at my, not just Kevin and I's marriage, but also our relationship, they can be like, I want to be like my mother. Mm. I want to be like my father. Even though culture at that yeah. time, already culture is saying weird stuff. Yeah. So, you know, 10, 20 years from yeah. now, if culture is still saying weird, weird stuff, yeah. I can pass that legacy on to mm. my kids to be like, hey, don't listen to that. If me and yeah. me and your dad could yeah. live a life of intention yeah. um, towards each other when culture was already messed up, yeah. then you can do it too. Mm-hmm. And you're passing on the best example that you can be. And yeah. you're also providing Jesus in that mm-hmm. environment. So they're going to go and win. Mm-mm. Which means we stay winning. winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Bro, I'm tired. You, you're, you're like... Oh yeah. I'm just tired listening to you. I don't even know how you <laughs> How are. I'm talking? Tired in the sense you're speaking so much gold that I need time to process it and understand like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wrote down this analogy of two trees. I think like um, I was kind of reading about how, I'll I'll just explain it. So when two people are planted or let's go back to Psalms chapter one Mm -hmm. where um, the psalmist or David says, you will be like a tree planted next to the streams Mm. and I think pastor Mike broke it down so well he Mm -hmm. said if you're a tree next to the streams yeah irrespective of rain shows up or not you don't have to look at the weather app Mm. you are already being fed because you're next to a constant supply Mm. you know Mm. and this is where the fake Christian comes in because if if he's a tree not planted next to the stream, yeah. the steady stream being God and yeah. God's word and uh, the relationship you have with him. If this fake Christian mm. is not planted close to the stream, mm. it means he's planted somewhere away from the stream. Mm. Meaning he only depends on his supply mm. when rain shows up, mm. which is seasonal. Yeah. So homeboy will just show up, a homeboy, a homegirl, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will just show up to church when it's Easter. Right. When it's Christmas. Mm. You know, when it's convenient. Yeah. And the crazy thing is when two trees are far apart, mm. they can't actually supply to each other. Mm. But when two trees are planted close to each other mm. and have a constant stream mm. of water and everything that they need, yeah. their roots... Act- so first we grow roots and then like you see the whole tree, right? So their roots actually get tangled Mm. and they're able to extend those roots further. Mm. So much so that now they're tied together, right? Which is exactly what marriage does. It ties you in a spiritual uh, bond with this person. Mm. So when these roots get tangled up, Mm. you're not just getting um, nutrients for yourself as a tree. You're getting nutrients for the both of you as trees. Mm. So and our roots are spread apart, so we get as much as possible. Right. So whatever I get, 
I'm passing on to you. Mm. Whatever you get, you're passing on to me. Mm. And there's a mutual nourishing. Yeah. And the crazy thing is the stream is right there. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's what God intends for our, our relationship. So much so mm. that we are so close to each other that we become one. Yeah. We're mutually nourishing each other yeah. from a constant stream yeah. of water, yeah. which is God. Mm. Because he doesn't show up seasonally. He shows up Constantly. all the time. Yeah. Oof. <sighs> Breather. Yeah, I know. I need a breather. That, that was, was deep. A, yeah, that was very deep. But very practical in yeah. the sense. No, trees yeah. actually do that. Yeah, yeah. Google that's it because I read about it yeah. and I was like, whoo. And it makes sense in the sense that whole analogy of two trees and the roots being yeah. planted yeah. and being planted in And sometimes if two trees actually like get so conjoined that you can't pull them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roots get so... No, like... just even the trunk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Did you're like... Yeah, they're called marriage trees. Bro, <laughs> check it out. It's, it's, it it's really yeah, cool concept yeah yeah uh but i think that's what mm. um yeah that's what god intends mm. and now like talking about your input mm. yeah. i just want to ask you a question because i've been talking too much <laughs> <laughs> but i'm learning too much that um who do you go to for relationship advice and that's a question you. to you and everybody else Roshini, you <laughs> i go to you <laughs> Uh, but okay advice. like in the past maybe my friends yeah obviously uh, because um i wouldn't really go to my parents to ask about these things yeah fair enough um so obviously it would be my friends i'd mm. be like hey girl this is what's happening what mm. do you think yeah what should i do and is that before you talk to your man or after Bef- um so okay Okay, for example, okay, in t- wait, so this would be like... Oh, this if, is not a simple answer, okay. <laughs> this would be like if I am having feelings for someone and I need relationship advice in the sense like, oh, oh okay, should I okay, pursue okay, cool, it, cool, should cool. I not pursue it, blah. But, but if then, in a relationship, if in does a relationship, that change? Yeah, I, I want to go to my man first and be yeah. like, hey, this is happening, yeah. let's talk about it. Um, yeah. And then if I feel like I need more advice to this um then yeah i would try to reach out to my friends yeah um because i don't think i would have had at that point at least or maybe now i'll try to find a pastor like my pastor and then yeah try to have a conversation Mm -hmm. build a good relationship but it's hard yeah it is Um, but usually it obviously would be your friends yeah second but yeah that's my answer what about yours um so for me, I never really felt that I could get advice from people. Mm. Even like even in a church context, I feel like I knew more than like people who were like five years older than mm. me at that point. Yeah, I I <laughs> I can totally imagine. I'd come to you, be like, "Hey, Rosh, <laughs> so what do you think?" <laughs> yeah, and so if I wasn't I wasn't getting that from a church context, yeah. I didn't approach my pastor as well because. I don't know. I just didn't want to. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna say that yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I didn't even have like yeah. a pastor who I can approach to because yeah. you know it's like a big church. So yeah, fair enough. So you don't talk to pastor. <laughs> and I couldn't go to my parents because one they didn't know. E- <laughs> no, one my dad didn't know. So I'm, uh, even yeah. now I don't ask advice from my yeah. dad. So it's just weird. I think with my mom, even if I didn't want to ask, only because. It's so easy for someone on the outside with that mm. much influence to think yeah. that this incident that might have happened once yeah. has always been happening. Okay. 
Mm. And from a future mother-in-law to my man, I don't want you to get an impression of who mm. he is based off a moment yeah. as opposed to realize, thinking like, oh, this happens multiple, multiple times. times. Well, Does that make sense? so much. Oh my gosh, my brain hurts. <laughs> I think from everyone's perspective. No, but it's amazing to see how you get so many different layers of perspective just through this one topic. Yeah. (laughs) So And then there's me who's just like, hey. So I really couldn't ask my pet my mom as well. Uh and I feel like I would ask specific maybe like a very close friend. Yeah. Um yeah, so I would like share with her. But at the same time she I think the the point I'm trying to make is when you are going through something with somebody, the people you share that with, Hmm. those people should be the people pushing you back together with this Hmm. person, saying, Hmm. go figure it out. Hmm. Don't just sit here and whine about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call him. True. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Um, Because there are a lot of people, as soon as you like say, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Like he's just being distant, they'd be like, Good, you don't deserve that. Mm. Just like walk out. Mm. He should be doing so much more for you. Mm. You're so fine. Like, there'll be like Adam is just waiting in your DMs, okay? That I don't know. Though. Sorry, I don't know where that came <laughs> that from. That escalated so quickly. I'm like, oh, I calm down. <laughs> but like, there are people like that. Yes. And no, um, no, true, true. Yeah, so I have acquaintances mm. who speak like that. Mm. So those are people I would not be yeah. like, oh, okay, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to help. You're not going to push me to to him and say, figure it out. You're actually going to take me away and be mm. like, no, 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 you deserve better. But, yeah. So you might be walking away from your blessing mm. and blocking it Yeah. Mm. for some slide in the DM. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I feel like be very specific. In general, be very specific who gives you relationship advice. If that's in line with what you believe. And if they're pushing you together to figure it out. Instead of saying, oh yeah, no, 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 leave him. So I think that's super important. Because people don't understand where Christians come from when it comes to relationships. Obviously, we have a different set of information that we live by, right? Mm. And a lot of people wouldn't actually be like, ha, tell me how you live by this information. I feel like it's so easy to quickly come at a Christian and be like, oh, you're just doing this for religious purposes. Mm, That's true. I've had so many people friends people tell me the same thing yeah oh yeah it's probably because of your religion right yeah yeah but at the same time there's beyond that yeah you know it's just not about religion you're you're doing it because you have um a different set of um a different set of information that you have reasoned for yourself and now you're choosing to live by exactly yeah like i i know this is like such a um this is not something you would put in the middle of a podcast, mm. but I hope people who are listening would have understood where we come from yeah. in a Christian perspective, mm. because I feel like we get a lot of heat sometimes for the way we choose to live our lives. True. Mm. Um, and then it's always chalked up yeah. to, oh yeah, because you go to church or because yeah. you're a Christian. That's true. No, it's just that I'm making an informed mm. decision mm. based on some facts that yeah. I have that you may not have like been privy to Mm. see yeah i do have like people uh do have people say that oh yeah it's because you're a christian or yeah it's because 
your Bible says so. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe in it, so I'm not yeah. going to believe in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Bible says so. But then there's more to it, which we kind of like, as you said, very intentionally dig deep into it. Yeah. And hence like why, me. yeah, like you <laughs> and through you, me, um, which is why we kind of make that as a very solid um, yeah. commitment in mm. our lives as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want, I hope like people got an understanding so much so that we don't just make um I don't know, we don't just judge mm. other, like, Christian relationships. Yeah. Because, w- I mean, we can't, re- we are not judging people's entanglements yeah. or, like... Yeah, like, it know, is what any, it is, yeah. You know, anything that is outside of the Christian context, we don't judge. Mm. So I hope that, like, people don't just say abrupt, uh, yeah. like, rude things mm. to people who are in Christian mm. relationships. Yeah. Now, Should when we? when you are booed up... A boot up... <laughs> You have problems. Yeah. Which nobody, oh, not not many speak of. Yeah. Um, what is the main big struggle, would you say? Uh, well, let's say you're new to a relationship. Yeah. And <laughs> No, th- like you, I'm just going to preface by saying you can have problems even when you set, re- like oh, yeah, set yeah, yeah, yeah. vision and mm. you are intentional. You're just like, you're still two different people with two different life experiences. So you will have a bunch of like conflicts. So yeah, what were you saying? Um, So you know when you kind of get into a relationship and a lot of times we are trying to um, change this person Uh, into your idea. (laughs) This is what we called a project (laughs) Mm, yeah i think a lot of times that happens yeah you get into a relationship and you're like you know what i think you'd be the best if If you were like a b c mm, d and those shoes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um sometimes well most of the times it's it it is like that a lot of time people are just like if you can change that about yourself yeah hey this is great but it would be better amazing if if this Mm. so you know, sometimes you need to tell yourself that you should like the person yeah, for the who person. they are. Yeah. And it is a tough um, it's realization. Tough. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's definitely something I mm. feel a lot of us would go through in a relationship. Yeah. I mean, ask yourself if um, where this idea of to be this person is what it means to be my husband or what mm. it you have you already come with this idea of what my boyfriend should look like yeah and you're just taking this person and trying to trying to make it work with this template mm. that you have yeah 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 you know mm. so ask yourself where is that coming from mm. who has fed me that yep. is it the movies that i've watched yep. is it the fact that people are having a a hot or not list mm. are people saying these are the 100 sexy men mm. so you're like oh to get a sexy man means he gotta be this, this, this and this 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 this, this, yeah. this. um that's all manufactured yeah. we've just been fed something by mm. an algorithm mm. right so don't expect that first ask yourself where it's coming from but i think um Oh, I feel like it's all it's always gonna come down to if this is this person is gonna help me, let me appreciate what they bring to the mm, table. Yeah. Mm. 
you know yeah um let me not criticize what they don't bring mm. because they might still be working on that yeah true. but let me appreciate for what they're bringing to me yeah and if what they're bringing to you is more valuable than them changing the shoes then focus on that yeah because i faced that too i was like uh kevin could you just maybe like change your whole outfit because <laughs> we don't have similar styles yeah. right yeah. and then i was like Okay, so am I really gonna let go of a really good, good man? Mm, just because because of his, his outfit, outfit can't be yeah. together. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, boo! You ain't gotta have no outfit. Mm. Take them all off. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, <laughs> me. <laughs> no, but like, um, just appreciating the fact that he gives me wisdom. Yeah. He knows how to correct me and be mm. like, girl you're being ridiculous mm. because you're exhibiting so-and-so behavior mm. and that's not cool. Mm. And then also bringing rationale because sometimes I might just see one perspective yes. and he's like, let's switch this. Yep. So uh, appreciate what you're getting out of this person mm. and value that. If that's what you, um, mm. if you feel like that's adding value to your life, then value what they're bringing to the table. Mm. Um yeah, you mm. can't expect them to be somebody they're not. not that yeah. means you're not accepting them mm. as they are. And you're saying there are defects in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they could look back at you and be like, there's Same defects thing. in you too, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. A lot of time we try to fix others, but uh, so many times we have so many things we need, we need to fix in as well. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, but, okay, another thing... Like when you're talking about struggles in relationship, yeah. right? Um, so a lot, like, so okay, let's just dive. <laughs> when do you talk about old relationships and Ooh, experiences? Yes. And uh, how do you do that? I'm not gonna say when because mm. I feel like you have to establish a sense of trust with yeah. that person because you can't just expect everyone to open up to that. Yeah. And in my personal like experience. It took a long, it didn't take a long time, but I would say you have to be able to come to that place where mm. they trust you with this information, yeah. right? Um, so I'm not going to say which when, part of the yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. but I think the way you approach it is definitely going to be uh, important. Yeah, You have to create a safe space. Mm. You're not going to hold this against mm. them. And if you are that person who's going to dissect everything they say and yeah. be like, oh, so because you did that in your previous relationship, you're going to do it to me too. Mm. They have changed yeah. from that point mm. on. Let's recognize if that change has happened. Mm. You know, I'm not saying there's going to, there are red flags to look out for yeah. and look at their lifestyle. That's why I said discernment and observing yeah. is very important when you're yeah. coming to evaluate a person. Yeah. But create that safe space and it's like um wait i had something really good in my notes um also make clear what your intention is by knowing this information mm. right yeah so for me i um so kevin had been in a in a relationship before and i asked like hey just tell me what happened mm. and the reason i and i told him like the, the only reason i'm asking is because if um, I f if you feel like my behavior is mm. being misconstrued by you to look like behavior from your ex, mm. then I might change how I approach this particular mm. thing, okay. right? So he doesn't like, for example, his, <laughs> I'm, I'm spilling all of Kevin's personal <laughs> business at this point, but 
uh, for him, his ex keep, kept bringing up the fact like, oh, I'll just break up with you. Anytime, anytime oh, okay. he did something she didn't like, she was like, right. I'll break up with you. Okay. As a threat. Oh, okay. So much so he was like, go by. It's like, okay, do it. Okay, bye. Um, So when he told me that, I was like, okay. So in my immaturity, I did bring it up sometime Mm. before I knew this. This, Right? And then he was like, if you say it, mean it. I I don't want you playing Mm. games like this. Just that was my immaturity. Mm. And then when I understood it, I realized that he does that's not a threat Mm -hmm. you know that's a final decision do Mm. you want to do this or not don't Mm. use it as a threat which now i've understood as like my intention from knowing that information is just to know if he had any triggers right uh when it came to you know relationships Relationships, which i think is important to know Mm. because like if this person reacts differently when Mm. you question their intelligence Mm then they're coming with past experience. Mm. So let's remember that and not push buttons purposefully. Mm. Does that make sense? So I think have an open space, but at the same time, make your intention known. If your intention is just to get some tea, don't do it. You know, if your intention is actually to see like, I don't, um, it's not that I don't want to do the same things. It's just like, he's been hurt by something. I just don't want to add to that. that. Yeah. Mm. That's as yeah, it's mm. as simple as it comes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is there anything else you wanna <laughs> There's so many common struggles, but uh true. But, but I yeah. think that like like these two are kind of something which is um, a lot of people don't talk about. A lot of people don't talk about yeah. and it's quite real. Like, yeah, it's, it is. I would say it is um like there in a lot of relationships. Mm. So like how would you kind of tackle it in yeah. that sense? But now you and Kevin are like in a long distance relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Well, you were in long distance as well. I was, so, yeah. yeah. How um, long was it? The long distance part of it? The whole relationship. The whole relationship was long distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. So Kevin and I have been long distance for, I'm going to say, close to four years. Mm. Four and a half, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's been long. What are the lessons you'd give? from from this experience of long uh, distance um i would say it, it's, it's hard it's, it's not tough for it's tough it's yeah it's absolutely not for people who are mm, weak yeah um if you feel like your relationship is already on like rocky grounds don't do it yeah <laughs> um you have to have a solid foundation but i would say it's it's been a rewarding season yeah only because I've learned to be independent mm-hmm. and sharpen my own like mm. skills in terms of being uh, budgeting. Yeah. You know, um, simple things like taking care of a home, laundry, mm. like being able to do that by yourself and not depend on yeah. another person. Yeah. And at the same time, Kevin has also been living away from home and doing the same things. He's had to learn how to cook mm. and um, do things that he wouldn't have normally done. done. Yeah. So I think in this season, although we're apart, we've got to focus on our careers and where we're heading. Mm. And at the same time, sharpen those skills mm. so that when we come together, it's going to be better. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be like, you didn't learn how to cook. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to wait for me and I'm going to be back at 11 p.m. And, and you're just going to like starve. Starve. Like in, case, yeah, mm. like in case there's no like money to go yeah, out sort yeah. of thing. Right? So I think sharpening those tools in that, uh, mm. in that season has been rewarding. 
uh, I feel like you can't do it if you don't 100% trust this person. Mm. Trust is such a big thing when it comes to a long distance relationship. Because yeah. obviously you don't see that person. Yeah. You don't know what's happening mm. um, until and unless that person tells you what's yeah. happening. And Leading if, too. No, okay. <laughs> Transparency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, you got to have 100% trust yeah. on this person to even have like a good conversation mm. to even have like a good amount of like hey what's up how's it going yeah and um i think trust is like a very fundamental it's very fundamental i think if you view it as irrespective of whether he's with me or not mm. i'm representing the yeah. relationship well wow yeah wherever yeah. i'm going yeah and the same applies to him, yeah. then there's that automatic trust of like, yeah. they're representing us well, mm. not not being selfish. selfish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. I think trust. Um, with that being said, along with trust, I would say communication is key. Yeah. Um, and with communication, I'm also going to reiterate transparent, yeah. s- transparent communication, yeah. not after the fact. That's true. Yeah. 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 If you're not communicating, the person definitely does not know what's up, mm. what's going on. Yeah. And they are just blindly trusting you that whatever you're saying is yeah. true fact. Yeah. So, yeah, again, like having that transparency, as you mm. mentioned, having to communicate every now and then. Yeah. And giving that comfort to the mm. other person is definitely important yeah. in a long distance relationship. Yeah. yeah, and I and I would also say don't go by what I'm always gonna don't go by what um, people around you tell you yeah. it should look like because True. it looks different for, for everybody. Yeah. For me specifically, we don't have like a schedule on when we call or mm. when we don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have anything? Okay, cool. But people uh, are always like sometimes. People but, are always yeah. like make sure you have a scheduled time. Mm-hmm. Like go see yeah, 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 go. Yeah google videos on how to sustain long distance relationships and they'll be like make sure you have a set time that you talk to this person Mm. and then make sure you make a plan for when you're gonna see this person next Mm. i don't have the finances to just decide i want to see you every christmas it's a lot of money and when you're in between visas it's tough even harder okay so you can't really expect them to fly every Mm. six months to come visit you Mm. um and in terms of a time because we both were very busy and had very different lifestyles Mm -hmm. and taking the time difference yeah we can't really set a time and expect them each person to show up yeah because things happen work comes in Mm -hmm. the way and if you have that expectation and they don't meet and they don't meet it on one or two Mm -hmm. times then it's gonna set in as like this person doesn't want to meet me they don't want to talk to me why are we even doing this all these doubts creep in yeah right so for us it's just on the go Mm. i'll text you when you wake up you text me if i have a lunch hour and you're awake i'll call you yeah it's whenever Mm. and if he's like babe i'm busy right now okay i'm not i'm not calling don't don't bombard their phone Mm. with like a lot of texts or like phone calls yeah just be mindful Mm -hmm. that you guys have different lifestyles you're still a priority it just means that you can't really uh, find the suitable time yeah so go on play by ear yeah true yeah Yeah. Hmm. do you want to talk about what comes when you don't trust the person (laughs) i was kidding (laughs) 
Um, cheating. Yeah, cheating. Yikes. It's sad reality at times though. Yeah, a lot of people have been in that position. You're away and then, I don't know, something near to you is more exciting, tempting. Yeah, instant gratification. Yeah, that and that leads to cheating. Cheating. Yeah. Which is sad. I don't want to say a lot to it. Yeah, um, I'll just say two things. One... If you have a vision together for this relationship, hmm. then cheating is you betraying that vision. That vision. Mm, very true. That you have established. Mm. Um, and it's very selfish um, on your part to say, because I'm not getting something from you, I'll go get it from someone Whoa. else. Yeah, oh my gosh, my heart. Um, just, yeah. Right? It, it's a very selfish thing. Instead, mm. If you're a mature person, you will come to the table and say, hey, I, even before the fact, hey, I've started to look at other people mm, differently yeah. and uh, that's not healthy, obviously. Yeah. Be honest. Tell, mm. tell them this person's around. They've been saying some stuff yeah. and my mind is going places. I feel like we need to reconnect. Mm. I would appreciate the transparency. Yeah. And I know that's not for a lot of people because a lot of people aren't mature to handle yeah. the situation well. Yeah. If you handle conflict with maturity, yeah. I'm talking to you. Mm. Um, open up about that right when it starts. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'd rather nip it in the butt exactly. than it turn into a whole thing. And yeah. then I'm like, so for two months you are hiding this whole whole yeah, thing that's more painful yeah. that is more painful mm. if you be upfront, then we can fix we yeah. can find a solution to fix yep. this yep. um so those are like two things i would say yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's a very cowardly move very yeah yeah, yeah. anyway I, I don't want to add to it <laughs> yeah, because yeah, let's move it's on. just uh we have it's like a place <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it is tough yeah. um and yeah uh, so we had a question uh, from one of our followers and they asked, how do you find the balance between compromising or just standing your ground? Wow. I think that's good. Very and that good. happens, um, I wouldn't say it happens frequently, but when it comes to major decisions yeah. or, I mean, if we're compromising on where we're eating for the date, mm. uh, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Minor things are okay, mm. but I, I'm thinking this person means it in a very, um, this could change our relationship yeah, type of yeah. way. So what would you say, Rina Valroy? <laughs> See, I feel the conversations definitely helps. Yes. Right? If you're conveying as to what you're feeling and what you believe in, yeah. the other person would automatically would do the same Mm. and you would understand as to what see again um what your morals and what your values are yeah so in terms of like just standing your ground and compromising Mm. if there is a miscommunication that is where i feel that you start to compromise because wow. you're like oh you don't get me and the other one is like yeah it's like oh you don't get me or yeah. you don't get me and then like, oh, who's like and then someone has to compromise yeah but then if you are coming together with mm. similar morals and similar values you'll be like okay let's sit down let's work it out yeah 
um, let's be adults and mature yeah, about this. Yeah, and um, let's figure it out together. Yeah. You know, instead of just like, oh, fine, let's let's just do your way, and I'll mm. just forget about this. Or yeah. Something of that sort. Yeah. So I agree. I, th- that balance should come naturally through conversations yeah. and through getting to know each other, mm. through understand each other. Like, try not to put yourself above the other or something of yeah. that sort. Because it's a relationship yes. and you both are doing it together. Yeah. It's not like someone's leading it and someone has to follow, follow. it. Yeah. It's, we're helping each yeah, other. Yeah, we're helping each other. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're helping each other, you, again, as you said, you play it through the strengths of each other. Mm. So sit down, yeah. see how you can do it, figure, yeah. figure that whole situation out. And even if you are to compromise, you know there is a reason behind it. You know that you tried your best yeah. to stick to what you wanted to do. Yeah. But if this is the best outcome uh, for the whole couple, yeah. then it's not really a compromise. Mm. It's just, you know, okay, I'm doing it for us. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. Well, that's so good because that was part of my notes. I was gonna, oh. I was actually gonna say like I did not read that. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say like if one, if you're going into the relationship, hmm. letting that person be aware of your non-negotiables. Yeah. Then I think it's a great starting off point for yeah. them to know that this, these are things she's not gonna mm. just Mm-mm. completely, you know, compromise on. Yeah. For example, it's like, I let Kevin know I'm the only child my parents have to live mm-hmm. with me. So later when this happens, he can't be like, oh no, I can't let you do that. I'm sorry, sir, you knew up front and you agreed to this. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's just no, these are my non-negotiables. Yeah. So I think making that aware right at the start is very important. Yeah. But it does happen in, in a relationship where you are in that balance of like compromising or standing your ground. Yeah. Um, I think if it's respectful that these are your non-negotiables, that person will respect that and not ask you to compromise that mm. for them. Yeah. Because they would understand there's a deeper reason, reason behind just mm. just making it about them mm. instead of making it about you. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the word compromise, uh, I think it communicates to me that we don't have the sh- same view of this mm. relationship. Oof, yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, and if you don't, if both these individuals have different views of this relationship, it's like, how do we actually? That's when you're compromising to fit someone else's view of this relationship mm. as opposed to your view. Mm. But if we had a shared view, all we're doing is coming in alignment right. and making the right decision to be in alignment to the shared view yeah. that we have for yeah. our relationship, yeah. and um. Yeah, so I think mm. make your non-negotiables clear mm. right up front. Mm. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't do that, mm. which is why later on they'll be like, this was important to yeah. me. And they're like, I, I didn't even know. know. Mm. What if you start developing non-negotiables? Along the way? Yeah. Communicate, like mm. you said, communicate. Uh, just be like, hey, I saw this mm. and I'm thinking ab- about implementing this in my life. Mm. Which would like... And, and then open up the conversation. What did they think about mm. it? And if they're like, do what's best for you. Yeah. And like, don't worry about me. Mm. And then say, okay, I think this would mean that you... Yeah. This, it would take away from this area of your yeah. life. Yeah. What do you think about that? Always keep it open mm. if you are developing that along the way. Mm. For sure. Yeah, true. 
Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Should we wrap this topic? It's a very long talk today again. Guys, again. We just always have... Roshni always has a lot to... Bro, I feel like I skipped off o- over most of my notes no, at this point. Yeah, I actually. Think, wow. <laughs> anyway, if you guys want what's in her notes, comment. Yeah. And maybe she'll like maybe put it up as a Maybe we could just do PDF. like a... a no, maybe we could do a story where people ask more questions yeah. after True. this whole episode and just like delve yeah. more into yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap it up with this one question, yeah? Um, what makes a relationship endure? Oh, that's a good question. Can I speak to Christian? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I feel like sure we always is. have to divide our responses. But mm. I mean, it's good that yeah. we get to cater to different people. Mm. Uh, from a Christian standpoint, I would say the position of God in your relationship, relationship? or your mm. marriage is will, mm. will be the reason it endures. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the steady stream versus rain, mm. you know, in Psalms chapter yeah. one. So where, where, are we, where are we getting our supply to endure this? Yeah. A tree doesn't grow with just rain. Yeah. You know, it needs steady sources of supply. So, um, so I think the position of God mm. and also your individual relationship yeah. with God is what will make you more Christ-like. Christ-like yeah. You know, uh, Pastor Robert Ferguson was talking mm. about how we stay connected to the vine yeah. as branches yeah. and we let the Holy Spirit move through us yeah. and the Holy Spirit will bear the fruits. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is like, hey, if I'm nourished mm. and you're nourished, we both get to have fruits. fruits yeah. Irrespective. Um, yeah. And if not... Only one person's nourished, the other person is draining the other person's fruits. <laughs> Oof, not a good place to be in. Yeah, um, mm. so having that, I think, um, and also getting a vision for your relationship, mm. where we headed with this, whether mm. it's something that's uh, Christ-like or not. Yeah. Just having a vision, I think, yeah. is very, very key, so yeah. that you're not wasting your time on mm. just random people or just bs you know this question where are we headed usually uh it comes way after a relationship has been established so rather than that why not just ask in the beginning yeah and a lot of times when you do people get scared you're just like oh we'll see where it goes and they avoid the question which means if they're avoiding questions now Mm. how is it gonna get any better later Later on on. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm. um, and I think a mature person will actually appreciate yeah. the honesty. And if they are in a position t- and they've equipped themselves for a relationship, yeah. then they will appreciate yeah. that honesty. honesty. Mm. And I think it, why, why don't we put that pressure on people to be better mm. so that we can foster healthy relationships in our community, mm. in our countries, mm. in our world, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think having a vision, uh, for Christian people, the position of mm. God and having Him uh, direct our lives. Mm. And um, I think also, if you're somebody who believes in seed, time, and harvest, mm-hmm. if I want to be... Uh, Justin Bieber got this tattoo yeah. better at 70. Oh, yeah. Which he explained, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. It's like, if I want to be better at 70 yeah. years old yeah. with my uh, husband or my wife, yeah. then... I need to lay the right seeds today. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, A lot of us live in an instant gratification world, but 
the way the world works is you sow the seeds today, you reap the harvest, harvest later. later. Yeah. Right? Is what we see even in a practical way. Yeah. So what seeds do you need to sow right now in your relationship, in your singleness, or in yourself, so much so to a point where 20 years from now, hmm. the person you marry is going to be like, thank you for being intentional with your time yeah. and sowing the right seeds yeah. to be here. Mm. Yeah, You know what I mean? So being intentional. Um, and I think what makes a marriage endure is also information. Mm. Equip yourself with information. Yeah. You know, um, read mm-hmm. marriage books or uh, read books about conflict resolution. What do you struggle with? Yeah. Read books on that. Yeah. And get don't just read it for yourself i mean if you're single read it for yourself yeah or get a group of girls and read it with them yeah but if you're in a relationship if this is information that we both need to succeed do it together Mm. why not you know um yeah sharpen your tools and implement what needs to be implemented now yeah um yeah wow uh oh this is so cool i actually said um reading marriage books in our relationship so that we are not just sharpening our tools now, but implementing what needs to be implemented when we transition mm. into marriage. Because guess what? You don't practice on game day. I think we should end this. That was, <laughs> that was a mic drop. <laughs> that was a mic drop moment. Uh, but yeah, also learn each other's love languages. That's very key. Yeah, this concept um, of love language is so new to me again. I think I just grew a lot moving to Sydney. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) It's like so many new things. I feel like I'm becoming a new person. That's good. Like, as I said, like the whole relearning, unlearning, learning process is happening here. But yeah, definitely love languages help. And that um, makes you understand not only about yourself, but also the person. And that definitely helps in communicating again mm. seeing what works for who yeah yeah it's definitely and great. in terms of setting vision I, you can't set a vision 10 years from now so mm. set small goals mm. so at, at least i think every anniversary that kevin and i have we're like hey how did this year go wow. how do you feel like we could be better for each other do you feel like there was something lacking mm. uh was there something you needed help in yeah. and I didn't come through yeah. so we're always being aware of the next goal that we have with each other and moving in smaller steps mm. so a vision doesn't necessarily have, have to, to be, be like oh, okay are we getting married in 10 years or not mm. it could be as simple as what do you need in the next six months yeah. and how can I be that for you yeah. and it's coming from a place of love not that he's yeah, yeah, demanding yeah, yeah. it out of me uh, yeah and I just want to finish it off with a Bible verse course uh it's hebrews chapter 12 uh i think a lot of us might have like seen the scripture a mm-hmm. lot uh, a lot it's verses one to three it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders us mm. you know and the sin that so easily entangles us mm. entanglements <laughs> And let us run with perseverance, Mm. the race marked before us. So don't go back, go front, honey. And fixing our eyes on Jesus, Mm. 
the author and the perfecter of our faith. Mm. So I'm gonna meditate on that tonight. That's beautiful. It's like mm. throw off what hinders you. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. Run your race and run it well. Mm. Because Perceive when you're running us. forward, yeah. The person who's also running that race, you want to meet someone at your level. Yeah. So they're running with you. You're yeah. just running this together. Yeah. And both of your eyes are set on Jesus. Jesus. I feel like that's a beautiful example Very of true. what marriage should be, relationship yeah. should be, and how that glorifies God, God at the end it. of it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, Raj. This was actually very uh, informational for me. Yeah. And I've learned quite a lot. Yeah. I'm actually oh my god, could, sorry, could we just like wrap it up with uh, Tupac's like verse yeah, though? Yeah, please. Um, we did speak a lot about like how we're, um, we've received a lot mm. of manufacture ideas. Yeah. Um, so I think like what Tupac said is amazing. Uh, so I'm just gonna, if that verse wasn't enough for you <laughs> and you're still ratchet, uh, I'm gonna give you this Tupac line. He said, don't believe everything you hear. Yeah real eyes realize real lies wow okay Whew, that was just the word for somebody okay yeah. hallelujah <laughs> anyway thank you so much for listening this was again yet another really long episode but it was i feel like a much no, needed yeah. conversation now one second was wasted yeah and you know it's it's because we are trying to speak into a topic which was never spoken to us yeah so we'd like for you to know every single thing what we yeah. think of and every single information what yeah. we have conversed among yeah. us and we put it in one episode so that we don't have to do an episode again we'll just plug you to our previous stuff and keep you coming back yes <laughs> with that being said this is a wrap come back for episode three part three where we talk about what uh, sex <laughs> let's talk about sex baby okay that's all we have license for <laughs> But, but yes, thank, thank you for you. joining us and we'll see you soon. Bye.